Hey y'all, welcome to Together Real Bad. Real bad. I am beautiful with three L's. And I am ace with an A, a C, and an E. We invite you to join us bi-weekly as we discuss topics such as pop culture, relationship dynamics, date night activities, and maybe even a little flag football. Discover how we nurture our growing relationship with intentional activities, questions, love, and service. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app to listen or check out our website at togetherrealbad.com. And now on to the show. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Even though she drives me crazy. Welcome back. This is Together Real Bad. I am beautiful. And I'm Ace. And, and this, this is us. our podcast. We'll get it one day. We'll get it one day. <laughs> we'll get it one day. So welcome to our podcast entitled, well, this episode is entitled Lesbians for Christ. Which you came up with that um, idea. <laughs> I, no offense to anyone at all, but it is, it's kind of it's, it's funny because like growing up, like there were like like youth groups called like Youth for Christ. Right. I feel like, right. you know, it's similar. And I think it was I thought it was funny. I thought it was catchy. I like it. I'm not I'm not mad at it at all. <laughs> I'm not mad at it at all. Um, we're in a different setting. Yes. That we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a little, it's a little awkward right now. We don't yeah. have a set place um, to record at the moment. Um, we are in a different setting because someone has moved in, and her name starts with a K, and her last name starts with the R. Uh oh, right. <laughs> well, you want to try that again? <laughs> we'll put it like this: your government name, <laughs> snort. Your government name starts with a K. However, this name starts with a B for beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Long story short, we now share the same <laughs> residence. Um, yes, I have moved in. We have moved in together. Have, yes, I'm excited so, about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. New for memories. Sure. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. What's up? What's happening? What it is? What it ain't? What it's going to be? What, what it is? What's, what's up? Uh, hey. Okay, we back. <laughs> we had those mini music breaks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So starting off, how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I feel like I'm like slightly stressed just from trying to figure out moving and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, all is well. I feel like all is well. I'm here. I'm alive. You I woke are. up this morning, so I can't really be My part. Period. So I can't really be. Um, I can't be um, upset because he woke me up this morning. Hallelujah! Happy Sunday. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. So how are oh, How are you? I'm. I'm good. It's been a a rough couple days. I would say mm-hmm. um, just going through like a range of emotions, yeah. um, happy, sad, excited, hopeful, you know, Yeah. and I'm just trying to regulate it all. And how do you regulate it? Oh, no, you tell me because I'll be happy when you back to normal. <laughs> Good Lord, have mercy. Help her, God. Oof. Yeah, it's, it's been a it's been an interesting couple of days and yeah. it doesn't help that um flow came to visit so 
and she's stressful in herself. Right. But um, we're going to get it together. Absolutely. We're going to get it together. Absolutely. So to start off our pop culture section, we're going to talk about Love is Blind. And for those who don't know or um, uh, who haven't listened to previous episodes, we've talked about this before. Yeah. About our favorite couples, um, the ones that we feel like are going to make it, yada, yada, yada. Right. So today we're going to do a little update from what we've seen um, because there have been new episodes that have been posted about the aftermath of, you know, after the, the altar, right? after the altar is what it's, it's called. Thank you. Yeah. I was trying to get it, but I yeah. knew it was after something. So I just said aftermath after the altar. Yeah, it's called Same after the difference altar. Because <laughs> some, some of these people. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's called after the altar and it kind of gives us updates about all of the um, relationships that um, kind of, you know, we got to see them grow throughout the different um, episodes of the previous season. Mm-hmm. Um, we have um, Brett and Tiffany, who were our favorite couple, Black Love. Yes. Um, they, awesome. they They really are. They're super cute. Yeah. Um, you can tell that their love is genuine. And I feel like every season... Because I've seen other seasons, too, before. Mm-hmm. Every season, there's always that one couple that's like, okay, this is real. Yeah. Like, it's not just for the cameras. Like, yeah, y'all making money from it, but it's not just not just about the money. Like, y'all actually like each other. I mean, all of them can be fake because, I mean. Uh, for real. I mean, I, I guess I, don't, I, I honestly don't know if they're all fake or they're all not fake. I have no clue. But like you said, there's always one that is like. Like y'all actually gonna make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, y'all gonna make it. So. Yeah. So um Brett and Tiffany is that couple for us. Um, then we have the Kwame and Chelsea, which is still very awkward to me. Like yeah. I feel like they may do like each other, but their relationship is so odd that it like it's it can't be it can't be all true. Like I don't know. I feel like Chelsea is just going, if she hasn't already, it's just going to slip up the microaggressions <laughs> and she's going to say just one microaggression too many. You and so? Kwame, I don't know. I, I feel like it's almost, I mean, I feel like her family is very inclusive and yeah. they show love to Kwame and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But I still think, you know, it's still deep down in them. I mean, uh, even if they did, do you think Kwame would say anything? No, because he want the money. You know, Kwame. Oh, he going to keep it. Exactly. Okay. He going to keep it okay. kosher. Okay. He yeah. going to keep it kosher for the coin. Because Kwame. Kosher for the coin. <laughs> I like that. Keep if you, it kosher for the coin. <laughs> if you remember, um, I think I mentioned before when we were talking about Love is Blind, mm-hmm. Kwame had been on several different dating shows trying to trying to get picked up. Oh, I didn't and know so that. Fin- oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So okay. finally, Love is Blind chose Kwame. Okay. That's like, okay, you've done, you've done a lot of applications. You've done a lot of tryouts. So yes. We can, we can, we okay. can try this one. Right. 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 And so he finally got picked up this time and he got matched up with Chelsea and mm-hmm. yeah, we gonna see. We I gonna mean, see. they, they try to, they try to make it work. Well, they are making it work. I guess I shouldn't say they try to make it work. They're making it work for the time being. And mm-hmm. it's, if it's working for the camera, then it's working because we wouldn't know any different. Right, right, right. And then we have Bliss and Zach, which is also another weird couple They're to me. Super awkward. Like bro. super awkward. And so what I think, if you remember back in the season before this, before they had gotten married, mm-hmm. Bliss's dad 
hated Zach. Hated mm. so much so that ha- they had oh, Bliss yeah. crying. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, I remember that. So I think he clocked the sh- at the beginning, <laughs> and that's and that's what we're seeing right now. Right. Like okay. I feel like maybe they do like each other. Mm-hmm. I think they just wanted to work so bad that. They're going to continue to be their weird selves together. <laughs> I mean, if they're both weird, then it should work, right? I hope so. Okay. Well, we're going to see. We're going we're, we're gonna to continue to watch. Do we, we Let's still be in Christ going to band together and we're going to pray. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going we're gonna to continue to watch. Um. And then you have Marshall and his new girl, Shay. I like them so far together. I do, too. I feel like now this is my opinion. Yeah. Marshall still really, 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 really wants to be a part of the show. And so did Tiffany and Brett. OK. And that's why they're besties. And I'm sure they got together in the writer's room and they were like, well, there is no writer's room because everybody on strike. <laughs> but they probably got together on the Zoom call. Like, how can we keep Marshall involved? And... They came up with this. Now, I do feel like Marshall and his new girl, Shay, might like each other. I think they do. I think there's something genuine there. I feel like there is. She is not comfortable on camera. And that's so, okay. And, th- and that's what makes me feel like, okay, she actually like him. Okay. Like they met organically. Yeah. She likes him. She's only stepping into this world because this is what he wants to do. Right. Okay. And I think that's cute. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not. It wouldn't be fair for her to say, "No, nah, you can't do the show." If that's this is what she came into, so correct. She is stuck, kind of stuck. But I mean, you know, and if it don't work out, I mean, she got her own coins too. She just became a doctor. Oh, I didn't. I missed that. I'm yeah, asleep. Maybe. <laughs> Probably. Maybe she just became a doctor. He revealed that on the show. I think. I think that he did that on purpose. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, to kind of slight. Uh, yeah. What's her name? Jackie. Jackie. Yeah. Which is another. I don't. I, I, toxic. That's that's the one word that comes to mind when I think Jackie and what's the other Josh and Josh. Jackie and Josh. Toxic. Very toxic. Okay. Like he's a jokester, but he comes off like very offensive. Yeah. To a lot of the people. And I guess Jackie liked that. And. She okay with it. And so they be throwing this shit back and forth. Yeah, they do. Yeah. But in this past episode, well, in this, after the altar, because we kind of caught up. In one of the episodes, they're moving into their new place. Okay. And this is not to knock anybody. This is not to knock anybody. I don't know what the housing costs are in Seattle. I'm sure they're kind of expensive like the rest of the world. just as high as here. I'm sure. Um. Oh, never mind. I ain't even going to go there. I'm going to keep that to myself because it is the Lord's day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the Lord's day. And I'm going to keep my comments to myself. Okay. I am happy that they are happy. And that is that. Is it real? The verdict is still out. Oh, we're going to find out. The verdict verdict is still out. We will find out in the next year because either... They will get married or 
in the next year to two I don't years think so. or or they're gonna break up and we'll see it on social media or hear about it I don't think so I don't think they'll get married in the next year or two only because they don't have that pressure now with love is blind they do have a contract where they have to stay married for a year okay. in order to get some amount of money I'm sure mm-hmm. but there is a contract in place that they have to be married for at least a year okay and they don't have that type of pressure so I think they're going to take it slow like they want to. We're going to continue to follow them because they, they whatever show, what what is Love is Blind on? Netflix. Netflix is going to continue to to film them. And their storyline is how they get their toxic asses <laughs> through the type of relationship that they have. I don't know. But I feel like they're just going to ride this out. They're going to definitely ride this thing to the wheels fall off. Okay. Well, there you go. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Um, but yeah, Jackie, Josh, Jackie and Josh are the toxic ones. Um, Marshall and Shay. Oh, now I do have to say this. When Marshall introduced the world to Shay, he definitely threw some shade to Jackie. Yes, but it's to kind of be expected or at least they made it seem like that. I mean, at least the, the the editing, I mean. Yeah, it wasn't it was it was subtle shade. But if you clocked it, you clocked it. You knew <laughs> you knew what he was saying. Like he was basically saying that, you know, this girl actually likes me. She's not faking. She's with into me. me. And she's actually yeah. into me. And yeah. Jackie wasn't shit. Okay. Because <laughs> she wasn't. She was real bogus. I'll definitely give you that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um. But yeah, we're going to keep watching, keep up with them. I follow uh, Tiffany and Brett on Instagram, so I'm going to keep up with them anyway, just like I do with um, Cameron and what's her name? It's another Love is Blind episode. Yes, okay. Love, is Blind, Love is Blind season. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on this, but it was the, it's, the white, it's the white man and the black girl. His name is Cam. And I don't know why I'm drawing a blank on her, but they are definitely my favorite. And I follow her too. And they're still together. And they are still together. And they're still together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. But I'm going to keep up with them. Sure. We're going to talk about them later. Absolutely. Um, moving on to something else that we walked, watched recently, which was the Kim and Kanye documentary um, talking about their divorce. Yeah, I feel I'm going to on my side make this quick. I am torn when it comes to Kanye because I feel bad for him because I feel like his issues were triggered by his mother passing and he's like blaming himself for it because I guess she died. And I didn't know this. She died from uh, complications from plastic surgery. Yeah. That he he paid paid for. for. Yeah. And so I feel like after she died and from that, like everything was triggered. (laughs) Yeah like downhill trajectory and I feel like he has some good intentions with his kids he just doesn't know how to um express those good intentions in a constructive way and that's that's what I got from that mini series like I I mean I truly feel for the man um on numerous levels from his business to what he said about Jewish people to him breaking up with um Kim Kardashian. I mean, I don't even know what he said about Jewish people. It's some I don't either, but it was some uh, rhetoric that is looked upon down upon. Um, I know I it's, it's like called, called anti-Semitic. anti-Semitism. Something like that. I don't yeah. even know what that means. Yeah. So I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah. Um, but I feel for the man. So that's that's my take on it. Me personally, 
Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I do feel like a lot of his mental issues were triggered by the passing of his mother. Yeah. Like they just came to the forefront. Like they yeah. have already, they were just manifested at that time. Okay. Yep. On the other side, like to Kim's defense, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of her relationships were very opportunistic and this was one of them. True. I think they even said that in the documentary that, you know, her status from a, a D list celebrity went to an A list celebrity <laughs> while like but, when she got yeah, with him, yeah, which was great for her brand. Now, speaking of her brand, we have no idea what she was actually dealing with inside her marriage behind closed doors. And I think that that's what this documentary was definitely trying to um, trying to say. Mm -hmm. It was more so giving the side, giving more of Kim's side of the story. Mm -hmm. It was more pro Kim. Than it was pro Kanye. Yeah, yeah. And it was showing her what she act, showing us what she had to deal with behind closed doors. And a lot of the things that she dealt with for so long without the public knowing was because she didn't want that to ruin her brand. She had this mm-hmm. face that she had to like upkeep and yeah. uphold and mm-hmm. whatever toxic shit that was happening in their relationship. She didn't want it to bleed. Right into her public her brand like you said yeah she was protecting that and i can't say that i blame her so i get that i get it too but that's sad i mean it's really sad because i feel like if you're dealing with something and or like issues in a relationship or whatever and you want to get out you should be able to get out peacefully but unfortunately when you're in the public eye that's super difficult yeah to do it really is It's, it's tough but she did it and I feel like she did it with grace. She figured, kind of figured out how to get out of it. And um, I, from what I can tell, keeps it cordial and keeps it like, you know, like, okay, we're going to have to learn how to co-parent and tries to dodge a lot of the stuff that Kanye is saying on social media or to the media or, or whatever. So I, I mean, I commend her for that. Yeah. Um, I don't like how in the documentary it was saying how like Kanye was very like verbally abusive and like you know how like they were talking about Donald Trump like making comments to get people to retaliate against another group of people right yeah yeah. I feel like Kanye was kind of doing the same with somebody somebody of his status Mm. with the platform that he has he was definitely trying to come up um, with ways to attack Pete Davidson, which was or is was or is, I don't know Kim's boyfriend at some point, and because he was jealous, yeah, to the point where he bought a house across the street, like that is crazy. <laughs> but he said he bought a house across the street so I could be close to his kids. Excuses, he said. I'm, I'm just telling you. What he said. If you want to be close to your kids, why are you in Wyoming? That's where he gets his solace, like his peace. But That's that ain't working. too, I think. I think he records in Wyoming, which is why he was there. You know, there <laughs> are studios around the world. There are, but as an artist, he's sensitive as, about his shit and he wanted to record in Wyoming. I don't know. I have no clue. He probably has 100,000 acres there and he just wants to go and utilize it. I don't know. Teach his own. All right, well, moving on. But that doesn't mean, you, you know, you threaten... It the doesn't. current partner of your ex. It doesn't. Your it ex doesn't. don't want you. <laughs> don't mess with my man. I don't know that one. My man. 
I'm sure it's not about the same thing what the song is talking about, what I'm trying to say. But those words exactly, if you take it literally, don't mess with my man. <laughs> I'm going to be the one to break it to you. This is probably not the lyrics. I always get the lyrics to the song wrong. But, you know, pretty much saying like, hey, watch your step now. Nah. <laughs> he ain't one of them. I ain't want, like, like, you know, just like I ain't let nobody fuck with you. When we was together, yeah. don't fuck with him uh, when we together. Yeah. Facts. But also, P. Davidson was egging, egging some shit on because I remember in the documentary was saying something about him like FaceTiming Kanye or texting Kanye from Kim's bed saying like, oh, I'm in the bed with Kim or yada, yada, yada. So, I mean, he has, he had, he definitely had a hand in it too. But I don't know, it's just all crazy to me. Moving right along, then. Flag football. Hold on, what you give me that face for? Cause who, who, who? Am I leading or are you leading? <laughs> you leading, but I'm just trying to, you know, push us along. That's all. No shade. You got it, girl. Y'all see how she do me? Mm, mm, mm. What you mean? How I do you? What am I doing? Nothing. <laughs> now she don't want to say. <laughs> That's what you don't want to say. All right. So, yes, flag football. Let me tell y'all guys. You know how you have two knees? Everybody has two knees. <laughs> well, I have wait, 0.5. Not everybody has two knees, babe. I'm sorry, unfortunately. Why? Because some people get their knee, their legs cut off. Okay. You're born with two knees. Not everybody is born with two knees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is born with two. You seen that cat that can do the push-ups on his hands because he, he don't have he don't even have no legs. So let's You talking about inclusive. a cat? You know like a man? Mean. No. Oh. Not literally a cat. Oh my <laughs> lord. Help her lord. I'm t- cat as in guy, man. Maybe is that too old for you? I say it all the time. Okay. Okay. Well, your point was I don't have any needs. I was born with two and I got none. <laughs> All right. So recently we just started our fives league. Love it. We we play on Tuesday nights. I love it too. I don't know how long I'm going to last. I already told you. If your knees hurt, what you supposed to do? And so we play on Tuesdays. And so we have. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't ignore me. Ain't nobody ignoring you. I said, if your knees hurt. I'm just trying to move it right along. No shade. If your knees hurt, what are you supposed to do? Strengthen your quads. I'll answer the question for you. Go ahead. Since you want to move it along, go ahead. Get in the gym. Get in the gym. Get in the gym. Are you trying to like bust me out or something? No, I'm trying to be helpful to you because you'd be fighting going to the gym. We already talked about this in private. Why you got to bring it, bring it public? Why you got to bring it here? Because you said your knees hurt. And I said, hey, how do you solve that problem? Strengthen your quads. But you didn't want to hear it. So. Hmm. Talking about I didn't want to hear it. It was a couple days ago. I didn't even get a chance. Mm. And if you paid attention to how I was warming up today, I did some squats before I did anything. That's not going to help your knees. But five it was squats. in my head. Five and it squats. wasn't even five. Two squats. Not going to help your knees. Okay. You better start running and stretching for real, for real. You know you're getting old. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you? Nothing. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, I'm just. I'm trying to give you some pointers. I forget. You won't. Unflow came to see you too today, huh? Whoa. Or is it yesterday she came? Whoa. 
We're not talking about that. I'm I'm just telling you what I would. We tell weren't you. talking about working out. We were talking about how sore I am from Tuesday, and I was going to go into Tuesday as to why I was so sore. Your knees hurt. We were talking about yes. Your knees. Yeah. How not that they no, hurt? No. I don't have any. You know. <laughs> the mega knees that I had three years ago, I ain't got them no more. And all I and all I said was, if I scream every hurt. time I bend down to stand up. If your knees hurt, all right. Go ahead. So on Tuesday nights we play from seven and this day until almost eleven, 11. o'clock. Oh. Well and not me, but it's, you definitely did. It's playground, <laughs> which is it's fives, right? So it's yeah. women and you can have either a male or a female quarterback, right? Yes. And so most teams obviously opt for the male quarterback uh-huh. because duh. Right. And so if you're playing oh so this there's playground, like I just explained, and then there's also women's five, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, co-ed fives. Okay. My bad. Co-ed fives, obviously, men and women on the field at the same time, usually a male quarterback, uh-huh. never really a female quarterback. Uh-huh. And there are some like trick plays that you can do to where like advantages such as women having a higher point value if they get a touchdown versus a man. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you play... Playground fives, you have two games, right? You have two games on every Tuesday. Yes. If you play co-ed, you also have two games Mm -hmm. every Tuesday. Correct. And the times vary depending on what team you're on and when you're supposed to play and all that kind of stuff. My dumb ass (laughs) said yes to the dress. I'm just joking. (laughs) My dumb ass (laughs) said yes to two teams thinking like, oh, yes. Like, first of all, I've always wanted to play Fives co-eds ever since nationals last year. I saw how fun it was. I didn't know that. Wait, did I know? I did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Ever since I saw how fat, like fun it was, how fast paced, I was like, yes. That's me. That's that's what I want to play. That's Mm. what I want to get into. And so um, I was already on a playground team from the last season. So I was already on that team for this season again. And then I was asked to join this co-ed team. And I said, yes. And Tuesday night, at 10.32 p.m., I regretted that decision. <laughs> what, is that your journey? I played four games yes. damn near in a row. It's good for you. Yeah, it's good for my stamina and everything like that, but not for my knees. <laughs> like, every step I was taking, that shit was hurting. And it didn't help that we were also playing on turf, which made it a little worse. Oh, I would think that grass would make it so bad because there's so many dips and divots. Well, the well, the ground that we play on on Sundays is actually pretty level. Okay. There are a little a couple of dips, but for the most part, it's pretty level. Turf really hurts your joints, and it hurt mine that night, and it reminded me of you know of that. I'm sorry. Uh, you're not sorry because you sit up here. Never mind. So <laughs> how dare you tell me I'm not sorry? Anyway. Anyway, stop dismissing me and my feelings before I cry on air. Why are you playing right I'm now? Sensitive. <sighs> okay, I'm good. Why are you playing? <laughs> Why are you playing? <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, so Tuesday night, this past Tuesday night, I played four games, damn near straight, and every single game hurt. I'm sorry. Thanks. I appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate it. Is there anything sympathy. I can do to help help you feel better? 
Nope. Stop talking about me on air. That's all. Uh, <laughs> wasn't talking about you. Uh, <laughs> how are, how are your games on too? All week. <laughs> and I cannot wait till we back to normal. <laughs> Uh, I enjoy my games on Tuesday. I like my team. I like my quarterback. I hope we you go to love your quarterback. I do. I hope we go to nationals and play because I feel like we could be competitive. I don't know how competitive, but we have some people that could catch the ball. They're fairly fat. Like, I don't know. I, I had a really good time. Um, I think this, we won one, lost a second. And I think that we could have um won the second one however i think we just we sat a game and so we were like cold and tired we missed a couple of key um catches and yeah but i i'm I'm happy and then clearly we played today because we have on our gear still straight from the field to come in and record looking a hot mess Mm -hmm. but it's all good Tuesday, my teams, um, I went two and two for playground. We went one and one. So we Mm -hmm. won one, lost one Mm -hmm. for co-ed. We won one, lost one. Now my playground team, I guess I'd be surprised at how we do every time we step on the field because we start very, very shorthanded and somehow we're able to keep up, make plays, get stops and it just surprises me. Okay. Like all the pieces of the puzzle are there. We just have to put it together. Y'all just need to show up and, and be there on time and then get out right, there. And right, 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 right. I mean, now people got to work. So I'm sure a lot of people are coming from work and coming from sure. different parts of the city. So they, they try and get there ASAP. But it's better than when we were last year or last uh, season, mm-hmm. last league season, mm-hmm. way out in, on the west side. North, no, oh, was, yeah, was West Side. Yeah, West Side. Two through with having to drive over there. But. Yeah. And then my co-ed team, we went one and one. And I was a little bit disappointed in our team. Well, oh, because this is the, yeah, we have a lot of great pieces. Yeah. A lot of great pieces. And just the same story for, for, for Playground. We have the pieces to the puzzle. We just have to put it together. We have all the right pieces on this team. Yeah. Like really good athletes. Apparently, <laughs> according to a lot of people on our team, we don't have a great quarterback. We have two, two different quarterbacks and they just weren't believing in each other. Like they weren't <laughs> like letting no, the other no, no, do their, their, exactly yeah. like, oh no, you did, you know, come on. I'm, I'm, I got this round. I got this round. Well, not round. I got this um, drive because last drive you ain't, you ain't do too hot. So oh. it was a lot of that going back and forth. I feel like the male ego gets in a way of, so I feel like I've said this before. I feel like they, this is deja vu, but the male ego on a sports team and on a field gets in the way of so much, so much, because even like on my team, um, like the team today, we have girls that can catch their ass off. But I feel like sometimes they'll see you open and they'll be like, mm, nah, and then try and throw it downfield 30 yards and whoever tries to catch it misses it. So I. <laughs> So tell them to utilize their 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 girls more. I can't tell them what to do because, you know, I, I'm a role player. 
I play my role. You can suggest it. I mean, y'all a team. They should be trying to hear you out. Yeah, but I don't have much to say because when it comes to like football talk amongst people who know more about football than I do, I tend to be quiet. And I, that's how that's how I am in a lot of circles. If I don't know a lot about a subject, I tend to be quiet, listen and observe. And so that's what I do when it comes to football and those conversations In those circles. I listen and learn. And observe. And you can. However, some things you don't have to have knowledge about. That's fine. They know the X's and the O's and the and the routes and all that. However, if somebody on the team is has this huge ego and it is a cancer and you see it like killing the team, then say something like, dude, when you speak this way, it does this. Can we try to speak more posititively? You don't have to know jack about football to say that. You just got to see that. Do but that's not that's not mess. even the that's not an issue. It's not how we talking to each other or anything like that. It's, it's just an example. Okay, that's I was gonna say because that's not the problem. No, I'm not saying it's that just is. how that's, we're playing. That's just an example. If you notice something that's completely outside of the X's and the O's, then say something because I'll be like, hey, I mean, I've said it before. Like, man, can we just take a deep breath? Or I'll go in the chat and be like, we have to like speak to each other better, or we have to do this, or I see this, or just suggestions. And that's just for me playing sports and making observations and coming in like my first year and I wouldn't be afraid to say anything that's great and I love that about you yeah you You, use that for use that for your team but I don't I don't say anything we don't have on the teams that I've been on we don't have I haven't seen those problems like you have on your team so I haven't Mm. felt the need to have to speak up about that I'm talking purely about football and gotcha and technique and all that kind of stuff and what what plays we should run instead of other plays that's what I'm speaking on and that's their that is what they're saying the issue is too or is that what just what you feel or what you see no I'm what I'm saying is like our our problem our problem on Tuesday was that offense offense wasn't moving the ball defense was out on the field way too much and mm-hmm. me and myself playing seventy games that night <laughs> was tired okay so of course I'm not gonna be sharp so our defense got a little tired and mm-hmm. we weren't as a as a as a defensive team we just weren't there and part of the reason was because we were on the field too long okay I understand. Or too many times because you're not the games. Fives games is pretty fast. pretty fast. The clock doesn't stop, right? Yeah, and I don't think the clock stops. I think it stops at one now. one minute or something like that. Again, okay. I don't know all the the rules and and stuff. So I love it either yeah, way. You took the phone, and I'm going to continue to play until I'm fifty. Okay, you think there's you any got nine years? more years? You think there's any fifty years fifty year olds out there? I'm sure it's something that's close to it. <laughs> I'm sure it's something that's close to it. I'm just trying to be active. Yeah. All right. So now moving along to the main event. <laughs> Lesbians, Lesbians for Christ. Lesbians for Christ. <laughs> what a name. It's a lovely name. I love it. I'm in love with the name. Good job. Good job on that one. Oh, thank you. It's so not, it's not really it's not really quite like it sounds, but it is. It's like youth for Christ. Like I said, like the the youth groups that used to go on the retreats and stuff. Yeah. Youth for Christ. But yes, this yes, is just yes. lesbians for Christ. So. But are you putting yourself in the category of lesbian now? No. Okay. I was just checking. I didn't think so. I was checking in. I need you. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I keep having One day you're going to realize we live. I know we're live. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable live. What? 
Y'all, I cannot wait until she's back to normal. I'm going to just leave it at that. I love you. I'm blowing you kisses. She's not happy with me right now. How were you brought up in the church? Um, So I was brought up in the church, uh, a Methodist church, which I think the biggest difference is like Methodist is like an ordered service. So you can expect to come into the church and it's basically the same thing every time. So I don't remember the order, but maybe it's like come in, sit down. They have song. And then after they have song, uh, they may have a praise dance. And then after that, they may have a reading and yada, yada, yada. Um, so I was brought up, we went to church every Sunday. Um, I was even like a part of the church youth group, youth for Christ, youth for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> youth for Christ. And, um, I actually enjoyed going to church, but it was only because of the youth group. Um, mm. I didn't really enjoy the sitting in the church part because when we, so I remember having two different pastors and the way that, um, Methodist churches work is that they'll have a pastor and then they'll rotate a pastor out ever so often and bring a new one in so that people can kind of get like, you know, it's like a, it's almost like Catholicism. I think they'll do that, um, in the Catholic church as well. And so the first guy was cool. I think his name was Reverend Hart. The second guy, I don't remember at all, but he had a really bad speech impediment. So I could never understand what he was saying. Oh, yeah. He was laughing. I was not laughing because I I didn't laugh at the man, but it was just um, he didn't hold my attention. And um, so I would be there. And then when they they had like something called a time for kids and then you come up and you basically sit down, they tell you a story from the Bible and then you go to Sunday school. I came to church for Sunday school. I wouldn't I mean, I, I didn't the service or the sermon or whatever. I wasn't really too concerned about that. Like I just wanted to come hang out with my friends, get a little church. And then we would have a youth group on Sunday evenings. Like that was my ish. And so that's kind of how I was brought up. It wasn't like a super, my mom wasn't super duper religious and didn't try and like, you know, throw it on me or pin it on me. But you know, if your mom go to church, typically the kids go to church. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I was brought up. um, When we say in the church is going every Sunday and going to youth group and, um, just, you know, praying and, you know, all the things. How about you? Growing up. Okay. So my experience with the church, my parents were divorced. So I went to two different churches every other weekend. Oh, man. Okay. So my dad grew up Catholic, Mm -hmm. but he converted to Christian many years ago. Okay. And so when we would go over his house on the, on the weekends, on every other weekend, we would go to his church. And ironically enough, I had moved across the street from the church before moving in here. So that was just really weird to me. I'll be looking <laughs> over the balcony and seeing the church that I used to go to. <laughs> but anyway, um, it wasn't really ordered service. Um, one thing that I do remember about church was that I didn't like going number one. Mm-hmm. It was just way too early in the morning. Yeah. And I would be there all day because we were always involved in the church. Like my dad was on the, my dad was on, 
was in the band, so he played the bass. My stepmom was like the youth pastor. Mm-hmm. So she was like in charge of all of that. And sometimes it would be a third service. And so my stepmom would stay and like be down in the kitchen cooking. And we had to stay for the third service. Oh, and I Lord, was just tired. Were there all day. Literally there all day. Hour and a half we were out. No, I wish. <laughs> An hour and a half was, 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 um, praise and praise team. <laughs> oh, that's the first hour and a half of church is like, yeah, readings and praise teams. Man, it was it was tiring. And then on my mom's side, every other weekend, we went to a couple different churches. But I grew up Christian, non denominational. Okay, if that, if that's how you say it, Christian, yep. non denominational. Just non. I mean, you can. There's Christian, and then there's non denominational. I think they're two different things. I don't, I don't know. know. Either way, I that's how I um, grew up on my mom's side. We went to a couple different churches when I was younger. Um, we went to, um, this church called fellowship of love. Hallelujah. And only thing that I remember about that place is a couple things. Children's church was, was pretty cool. I don't remember anything significant about that, but I did like going. There was this lady named Melba, Miss Melba, who always had like the candies and the mints. Everybody got the candy and the mint lady. Absolutely. And, it's a must. And that Miss Melba was ours. Okay. Um, and then the third thing that I remember is that I used to praise dance when I was younger. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh- <laughs> so while I was while I would be praise dancing, for those who don't know, I have a twin sister and she would sing. So she would sing and I would praise dance. And like the church loved it because here you have these two twins. Can sing? Yeah. Still? We all can sing, kind of. Oh, you told me that. Yeah. You to sing together. Yeah. I'm gonna get, next time y'all get together, I'm going to ask y'all to sing. No. Yes. We don't do public, sing, public singing. It'll just be me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> That's not you go private show? Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving sounds good, like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So when I was younger, I used to praise dance for the church while Kelly was singing. And what was cool about my praise dance is it wasn't just normal stuff. It was like I was flipping down the down the aisle and they loved to see that because they knew I was the gymnast. So that was like the highlight of the, you know, performance. And so much so that my granny used to invite me to her church to do the same thing. Oh. Me and Kelly used to go on uh, tour. <laughs> Just putting y'all out there. She probably was getting <laughs> tips from the pastor. Like, yeah, bring the kids. I got you. We gonna tip you out. No, that's not. No, <laughs> no. You know. But, but. You sure? That wasn't happening. Because churches sometimes are some of the shadiest of organizations. I'm not making a generalization. I'm just saying sometimes. No, so that wasn't gra- happening. Nah, so granny might have been my- getting tipped. Granny might have been getting tipped. What was I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. She anyway. Yeah, so I we used to get invited. We used to go on tour. <laughs> like a mini tour <laughs> between the churches, dancing and singing. Um, but so that's what I remember when I was younger. Now when I got to like high school and stuff, um our ch- this is when I was dating my high school, no, not my high school sweetheart. 
the one before that, the one that really broke my heart. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, go to that where I talked about how this man cheated on me for the very first time, my very first time having that experience. You mean this he boy. was a preacher kid. You mean this boy. You don't mean this man. Okay, yeah, this boy. Mm-hmm. He was a preacher's kid, y'all, <laughs> which just makes sense as to why he was the way he was. Yeah, and them PKs. Yeah. The PKs, you. that's a real thing. I didn't really understand it, didn't care to understand it at the time, but now I do. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we were going to his parents' um, church, and it was a smaller church. And I also hated going there as well because, and not because we were there, actually, no, there we would be there all the time because they were intercessors and they would do what the spirit would tell them to do. They will move on when the spirit would tell them to move on. And if they and if the spirit didn't tell them to move on, move on, we would be there sitting there hours. on our knees for for forever. Oh, Lord. And I mean, it was very moving to see how people were moving and stuff like that. But I wasn't. I was just sitting there like I'm ready to go. Right. Yeah, and then I we didn't it. have anybody to do children's church or anything like that. Mm. Like they tried it a couple of times and it was fun when we did do it, but they never kept it up. And so I just didn't like going on top of the fact, like I said, they're intercessors. So I felt like they was like reading me every time they saw me (laughs) like and judging me because I was going through the feelings of having like homosexual like feelings about women and all that kind of stuff and going back and forth and battling through that. Mm. And I just knew like when they looked at me, they saw it. And I just didn't want to be in that space. Yeah, I understand that. I um, when I was like high school, stuff like that, I think I mean, I knew I've known since sixth grade. Like I, I think I said that in the very first episode. But um, I I was like trying to mask it or hide it. And I didn't really pay attention to, to like people around me or or like what I was giving when I was walking around. Like, am I giving off like? you know, lesbian tendency traits or anything like that. But, um, I did, um, attend a church in like when I first moved here, I was staying with my cousin, the church shall remain unnamed. Um, but they made a comment about, um, I think it was women liking women and it was not a cool comment at all. And I really, really felt some kind of way. I know what church you're talking about. Yeah. And I never went back. Like after that, I was like, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that was the last time I went to church ever mm. in my 20s. It just made me feel some kind of way that like when you go to church, it's supposed to be about love and um, forgiveness and inclusion. And you can't tell me that because I love somebody, I'm going to hell or I should be ousted. Or blackballed? No, I, I can't. And that kind of like drove me away. Yeah. From um, a physical church. Yeah, for sure. Me too. Like my faith is still there, but it's definitely dwindled down because of like being like beaten over the head with the fact that, you know, if you're homosexual. You're going you, to hell. Yeah, you're going to hell. Yeah. Like God doesn't love you the same. Which is wild because how is this sin, me loving somebody, any greater than somebody uh, being gluttonous? Somebody having sex out of wedlock. Um, what other? Uh, adultery. Sins? Adultery. I'm sure y'all that are looking at me and judging me have done all of the three things. But because I love somebody that is the op- the same sex as me, I love their soul. I'm not, I guess I'm not really concerned about sex, although I, I do want you to be a woman. I, I don't really want to do the man thing, but I, I just don't like, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand it. And then the older 
I got, the more I realized and people would say, and it would make sense is like, you know, the Bible was kind of used to control people. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some truth to it, but anything that's been handed down for hundreds of thousands of years or however, this after being be taught from a white man. Yeah. After, yeah. And after anything that's handed down that long is going to have some discrepancies and some things that are taken in, put out, like, Put in, taking out all of the above. So I just, it, 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 that's a tough road. Yeah. I feel like my distance and my relationship with the church, for me, let me start over. For me, I've, since that realization of like, man, the church doesn't love me, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Or always having the need, like feeling judged. I left the church because I wanted to find my relationship with God on my own and growing up in church and having to be at church every Sunday, whether it was my dad's church or my mom's church, it's like forcing me into a relationship. Mm, And that's what, that's what pushes me away the most, even in real relationships. If I'm forced into something, I'm going to pull back even harder. Note to self. And (laughs) just making notes, mental notes (laughs) has nothing to do with you. Anyway, so like, I think that's what happened with my faith, like being Mm. forced into, you know, the religion and everything has made me as an adult question things that I've been taught, question how I was brought up in that faith. And it's encouraged me to try to find that relationship with God on my own and in my own time. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. Not that I don't believe in God or anything like that. I still do believe that, you know, he is that higher power, but what all was true and what was, you know, falsified or what was like added or, and that's the hard part about it. it. That's the really hard part about it. Especially when you have people in your family that you are pretty close to that still believe in those things. Yeah. Yeah. When I know when I told my mom or when I came out to my mom, the first thing or the second thing out of her mouth is, I wouldn't tell your family this because I have a lot of like pastors on my dad's side. That's the first thing that came out of her mouth. So immediately I'm back like, oh, here we go with this church thing again. You know what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. I can't I can't be myself around my own family because I have to be worried about them judging what I'm doing and who I am. And they used to constantly ask me, when you getting married, when you getting married, where your boyfriend at, where your boyfriend at? So now I don't want to come around. Where your no boyfriend more. at? Yeah. Where your boyfriend at? Oh, you like Mike and Ike? <laughs> he going to get you Mike and Ike? Oh, you like Mike and Ike? <laughs> That's what sound like. <laughs> so now I got to worry about going around my family for every family reunion and them asking me, where your boyfriend at? Where your boyfriend at? Nobody's asked me for a while, but I also haven't attended a family reunion in a while. And that is why, because... I have pastors in my family and I can't come out to them. Like I can't be myself. Like I can't bring you around. And that is hurtful to me and it sucks. And I don't, I don't want to deal with that. You know? Yeah. Same with me. Like because of how I was brought up, my mom has her own opinions about the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And I've experienced that growing up um, secondhand from how she treated my sister, which is the reason why I haven't told her about my sexuality to this day. Right. Um, I feel like it's something that I'm getting closer to being able to come forward about, but that's still in the back of my head. Like, am I going to lose my mom because of her, her closed mindedness about the lifestyle? Like me being one of her, you know, pride and joys, like, yeah. is she going to now 
not you yeah, or oust, oust you. me yeah. because I choose not to be with a high value man right. that she believes I should be with. Right. You know, you you say nobody's asked you where your where your boyfriend at in a while. A couple mm-hmm. months ago, my mama said she's still, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> she was asking me, was I driving my boyfriend's car? No, I'm driving. And I actually said <laughs> I did say yeah, this. Me. <laughs> I said, no, she was like this. This was a conversation. She was like, whose car is that? That's your when you get that car. That's your boyfriend. Is that a boyfriend car? And I was like, no, it's my friend's. No, no, no. She said this is what it was. I'm sorry. Okay. Whose friend? Whose car is that? You got a new car? Like, no, that's my friend's car. What kind of friend? Like boyfriend friend? I was like, no, like girlfriend friend. <laughs> <laughs> completely, completely went over her head. So like, I'm giving these like subtle, like like little comments yeah. and stuff, like hints, if you will, she's about not, you know, she's not picking up what, you not picking up what I'm dropping, and that is not my fault. I mean, I just <laughs> she's just not. I just oh man, okay. Ooh, that's gonna be that's gonna be a very interesting time in your life and and by proxy to that my life mm-hmm. um but, but at the same time I, I don't know I just have this feeling that it's gonna be okay I don't know I just have this feeling it's gonna be okay we're gonna buy her this expensive wine from France <laughs> we're gonna wrap it up and put a bow on it and I'm gonna take it to her when I first meet her like I really heard you like wine and I got this for you and I had to import it from France and then we're going to have her over and cook. And she's like, girl, you, boy, y'all throwing down. I'll be like, yeah, you know, that's what we do. And then we just go, you know, chill sure. with kindness. I'm definitely hoping for the best. <clears throat> It'll be all right. It'll be all right. But going back to religion, that's something that we actually never talked about for our relationship. Like this is our first time actually hearing it each is. other's experience growing up it with is. religion and what our beliefs are and stuff like that, which is not something I, I, I recommend bypassing when you're getting into a relationship. I feel like that is a conversation that needs to be had, but I feel like we vibed on such a high level and, and we weren't going to let a conversation like this kind of like, right mess that up and so the conversation just been has just been put on the back burner not as a like for as a for a bad reason or anything like it just never came up it wasn't super important to us and I feel like this is the reason why because we both have our feelings about it as far as like okay if I have a relationship with God it's going to be on my terms and kind of the same with you so we had that that blanket understanding of what religion was going to be for us if I was atheist would you still date me I don't know. And that's, that's interesting. Huh? That's very interesting because I'm not going to lie. Um, growing up, just just I guess just because of how what I was taught about atheism, mm. that scared me. Yeah. Like when I hear atheism, what I picture in my head is like the devil and the horns and mm. stuff like that. Like when I was younger. Mm. And so hearing that, that that word always kind of scared me. So. My younger self, if you were asking me that, uh, uh, no. No. Well, I'm not, so don't worry about it, but we already established that. (laughs) I'll put that out there again. Um, But yeah, with my my old ideas of what atheism is, no. Mm. With my ideas of what religion is for me, the answer probably would still be no, only because we probably just wouldn't 
wouldn't mesh on that level. Right. Like it's you, a pretty like, important level. At the end of the a, day. Right. Yeah. Atheism is like where you believe in no God. Right. Mm-hmm. That's going to be hard. Like you don't believe in no higher power, like nothing. Yeah. That's kind of a thing that would probably be an issue for me. So. Interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel like the same thing. I feel like if you're an atheist, it would be, it is scary because it was, I think it's more scary back in the day, you know, 10, 20 years ago than it is now, just because I feel like everybody is so far from God now with all the stuff that's going in the world. But um, yeah, I would have to definitely, we would definitely have to have a conversation. Even if I bat my eyes like that? Even if you batted your eyes like that. Because like you said, it is, it's scary and it comes with some uh, baggage and I feel like it could come up one day. So then if you're atheist, does that mean that you don't believe in the sanctity of marriage? But then according to the Bible, our marriage wouldn't really be sanctified really because we're two women. There's so many layers to it. It brings up a whole, like it opens up a can of worms. So, um, but um, yeah, interesting. Super interesting. I think the bottom line for me is if I decide to go back to church, um, I, it's gotta be an all inclusive like church. And there's two right down the street in Hyde Park. And I've been wanting to go to them, but I also like prefer to not have an ordered service because I don't want to go and sit down and see the same show Mm -hmm. every week. I want to go and sit down and see something different or experience something different. And, um, I also want the place to be like um, multicultural yes. with a bunch of different people with a bunch of different backgrounds and experiences. So mm-hmm. straight, gay, trans, black. I want to see, like see the very, very <laughs> flamboyant In praise the, director. Yes. <laughs> Doing this right here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like, yeah, I want I want all that. And I don't know. Um, it's tough to find. At least I I think it's tough to find. And um, while I like Baptist churches, they hold too long. Three hours in a Baptist church. I like the band. The band gets it. The bass, the guitar, whatever else they got. But I just, you know, I don't think it takes three hours to praise the Lord. And I used to be really, really against it because I'm like, that's half my Sunday. Now that I work for myself, I would be more open to it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if you would be because that's half your Sunday. I came from where I was at church all, all day. day. So I don't want to do none of it, to be honest with you. Yeah. So but you wouldn't consider going back to? No, for oh, sure. Okay, like okay. like exactly how you how you described it, an all-inclusive, multicultural yeah. church. Right. That's I actually told my mom once we moved, once we moved from my my favorite one of my favorite churches to my ex-boyfriend's family's church, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to be here. I don't feel like I want to learn about God here at my at the church before we went there. Like the children's church was so interactive. Mm. Like we had a good time. Right. Like that's where I learned about VeggieTales. VeggieTales. Do you know VeggieTales? <laughs> I've heard. I've heard of VeggieTales. Girl, yeah. man, the stories like yeah. I, I really enjoyed it at that moment. But once we moved, I was like, yeah, nah, this ain't it. But what I do want to know about you is how was. How was come growing up Methodist and learning about God in that way and then 
growing up also going to a Catholic school? Yeah. Um, it was, it was, uh, honestly, it wasn't really much difference. Um, because Catholics have an ordered service. Um, the, like the basis I feel like for Catholicism and, uh, Methodist churches are the same. I'm not a, an expert on the rules and all the ins and outs and all that, but just the feeling that I got when I had to go to mass at a Catholic school and when I, and I went to church, um, on Sundays being raised Methodist was the same. Um, I, I probably know more about, no, not probably. I do more, know more about Catholic religion than I do, um, my own religion Mm. being baptized Methodist because I went to a Catholic church and it wasn't a thing where we had to go and, um, like go to mass every day and all that. Yeah. But it was, um, like if there was a holiday or if we had some sort of event, we always had a mass before that. And then the event happened or they had some small amount of church. So they always kind of kept church in the forefront and we had to have a religion class all four years. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, like learn the books of the Bible, like all that verses we had tests, the whole nine. And so, um, while it was very, um, informative, I could have done without a religion class. I don't think it made any difference here or there uh, in my life. Um, uh, and that's no shame. Except for the fact that you're gay now because you went to a Catholic school, <laughs> all girls Catholic school. Uh, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that's not true at all. No, it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. And I think some people think that. Um, I think even my mom thought that, but mm-hmm. I, hopefully she knows a little bit better. Um, now there's you either is or you ain't, <laughs> you're born that way or you're not. I really don't think it's a choice. Mm. So, but yeah, that was my experience. I enjoyed my time at Catholic school. I went from pre-K all the way up through 12th grade. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'd wear a uniform. That was cool. Cause I have to worry about trying to find something to wear. You have an issue with that. Um, I do remember when I was like in pre-K or kindergarten, they used to pop you on the knuckles. They could reprimand you. That was in daycare too. That wasn't even a, a, a Catholic school. They used to capital punishment. When when I was a kid, take the, I don't know if you ever seen these thick pencils like this. Take the, you act up, pop you on the knuckles. I've heard of people getting paddled. Mm-hmm. Never saw it at, at, at my school, but I used to hear about kids in the class that would get paddled. So they were big on punishment. I was an angel. I don't know if you see a little halo above my head, but um, I think it's broke. I'm just joking. But it wasn't so bad that I just was like, "Oh my god, I want to go here." It was it was a pleasant experience. Um, I would do it again. Really? Yeah, I would. And I, I think it's because. Detroit public schools aren't the greatest. I okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I would do it again yeah, too. Yeah, I I would rather go through that than to go to Detroit public schools, which is where I'm from. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that note, we're gonna wrap it up. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is Together Real Bad. Please, we want to invite you guys to like, follow, comment, subscribe on all of our social medias. Because we like to do this, but we like to hear from you guys. It helps us keep going. So please go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. 
to our all of our social medias, which they are on Instagram, TikTok, and here on YouTube together. Dot real. Dot bad pod. You can find us there. Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, and also, if y'all could leave a review. Oh yeah. Um, for Apple Podcast, that'd be great. That'd be a big help. And um, we're excited to say that we've partnered with a brand which we will share soon. So that's a step in the right direction. Um, yeah, what we're going for. So, you know, it doesn't have to be monetary help, but a like, a share, a, a review, those are all helpful in and yes. of themselves. So. And we really appreciate it. Um, and thanks in advance for all of that. Absolutely. But until next time, guys, this is Together Real Bad. I am beautiful. This is Ace. See y'all next time. Later. She's stuck inside my mental. She got a body like a temple. Even though she drives me crazy, I tell everyone that's my baby. She's pretty like a 4K sunset. Blue-eyed baby from the Midwest. Body so bad when she undressed. If I was your ex, I'd be upset. Little did he know I was up next.